Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. It is Thursday, and that means we have the CEO of Hamlane. How are you doing, Dana? I'm great. Thanks again for having me. Man, I love our conversations because we just get to talk about real world kind of landlord mom and pop stuff, and topic number one is no exception. Dana, we're going to talk about the pros and cons of being a landlord of, of single family units compared to multis. Uh, I'll talk about it from my investing background. You'll talk about it from property management, because there, there are some clear benefits to single family versus multifamily that I think get ignored, because a lot of the industry is bigger is better. <laughs> and uh, I don't think that's necessarily true. Uh, certainly not true in all markets at all times. What do you think? Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. And you started with single family. Your first rental property was single family. Your first... Oh, my first eight, well, eight or nine eight, were... Yeah. Totally. Um, so yeah, I'd love um, I'd love to hear uh, from your perspective uh, with especially that first purchase. Mm-hmm. You probably thought I could do a duplex, yeah, or I could do a single family. You clearly weren't moving into it because it was in Fresno. So walk me through uh, what what your thoughts were. Yeah. So again, in the beginning, uh, the answers were really simple. Um, again, I was a new investor, like everybody else starts with, and, and like most people, I would o- I was only going to buy what I knew which I only ever lived in a home, right? I lived in a three bedroom, one bath home. Uh, so I ended up buying a four bedroom, two bath home, single story. Uh, it just made sense. The return was there. Uh, but over my career, I started to, com- I, now I compare everything, right? I compare little one bedroom, one bath houses with 20 unit apartments. And I, and I use those numbers specifically because I own both of those. I only talk about what I know. And uh, I can tell you my single families, much easier to manage longer tenure, uh, more rent growth, less headaches, um, better appreciation, um, you know, frankly, a better yield today, maybe not always. There were times where multifamily was better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love the fact that I have multiple exits. The lending structure is different. There are so many great things about single family rentals that I think the YouTube university and bigger pockets miss because they like talking about big, right? If I had to buy one investment type and only one, it would be the single family home. It would be a three or a four bedroom, uh, where in reality, my best investment is actually one bedroom, one bath homes, uh, you know, small 500, 600 square foot. They just don't, we don't build those, right? So these are older homes, but yeah, when you look at the yields and returns, those are the best things I own. But yeah, I think single family gets a bad rap. Uh, I think it's because, I mean, who doesn't want to run around a parking lot going, I own a hundred units. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't mean the yield's better, right? Bigger, bigger is better is a great catchphrase if you're a syndicator, but for a landlord, oh, man, you better be ready. I remember, I remember selling Norris drive and getting my first five unit building on Vassar. I still own it today. I lost my ass the first couple of years because my assumptions were all wrong. The costs were wrong. Turnover sucked. Uh, Yeah. Turnover. The the expense is smaller because it costs less to turn over a a 600 square foot one bedroom. But man, if you got to turn them over three times, you got to turn over three units out of five in a year. That, that sucks. So yeah, I think, I think single family doesn't get the respect it deserves. Yeah. And on the property management side, it's the same thing. It's so much easier to manage for a couple of reasons. Um, first is just tenant conflict. We've always seen this in our multifamily that, you know, one tenant lives above the other and they're too loud 
or they don't like where the neighbor parks their car. Parking, the, parking, <laughs> the parking dogs. Yes. And the dogs, exactly. Their dog yaps when they're out of the house. Um, and, and all of that becomes your problem, um, right? Because it's going to get escalated to you. It affects um, renewals. And it's very hard when you're not in it to understand um, really what's going on. Occasionally, you can kind of figure out and, and use the lease to say, it's a lease violation, a noise ordinance um, per the city and county. Um, but I think one thing is just neighbors. You just, it, besides, we've had some with fences with single family homes. Mm -hmm. We've had things here and there, but for the most part, you have less of that drama between tenants, which is much more difficult for you to control. Yeah. And then, um, go, go for it, Michael. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, if I was self-managing, I would only do houses. Yeah. Just, just the drama that I hear about I mean, just hear about, I could not imagine the drama, right? Super. It's always the big Super Bowl weekend. Apartments always have issues. Somebody's throwing a party. Somebody's not. Um, summer when kids are running around, the kids are not in school. My kids running around with diapers and no clothes on. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, ah, it's just, yeah. I, yeah. You, you, no, and that's no when thanks. you want to be on vacation if you're yeah, self-managing. Exactly. Like Super Bowl weekend, you don't want to. Fourth yeah. of July, oh, summer, you yeah, God. definitely. So it's it's a neighborhood stuff. Um, it's a neighborhood um uh kind of drama, neighbor drama neighbor to neighbor. I'd also just say on the repair side as well, anything, anytime there's communal space, you're responsible for it. So even mm. if it's a duplex. And it's a backyard. If it's shared by both, you can't say that's your responsibility to keep it up. Oh, that, as the landlord, has now become your responsibility. That was a huge lesson learned on Vassar versus selling Norris. Mm -hmm. I ended up, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I'm going to call it 800 bucks in extra costs yeah. that I wasn't ready for. Right. Again, I was new way back mm -hmm. when. I was like, what? I mean, I got to pay that. I mean, I got to do the lawn. I got to pay for the water because it's shared water for the outside. And the other thing I got to say is I've never had an apartment. And now that it doesn't happen, I have never had an apartment uh, where some of the tenants plant flowers and, you know, nice stuff where my single family homes, probably greater than half the time, you know, they're taking care of it, right? They're yeah. putting in little rose bushes or whatever they're putting in and you know, and, it looks, looks better. Yeah. yeah. And part of the reason they do that is there's just longer duration. Like that's exactly. proven through our numbers and your numbers. Turnover is so much higher. Mm -hmm. You have those vacancy rates up higher when it is multifamily, but in single family tenants tend to stay for longer um, in the yep. space and get comfortable. So they are going to make it their own mm -hmm. um, with the rose bushes to your point and, yeah. and things like that, which is I mean, you always want them to come to you for approval on, on things. You don't want them to paint the house yeah. orange yeah. Um, True. without you knowing about it in some sort of, Hey, it has to be back to the white or off white color when you move out. Um, but uh, from that perspective, yeah, it, a single family, we've just, it, it's so much more passive from that property management perspective. Yeah. And then your returns to your point, um, the returns um, are just greater with the um, reduced vacancy. Now, the one thing I would say is if you have, if you're investing in your first rental, mm -hmm. you do have to keep in mind that you're, if it's just your first, not to your five yet, or mm. your plan to get there, you're not hedging the risk as much because sure. if you get one single family home versus duplex, you have hundred percent vacancy at the same time. 
or yeah. if you have one problem tenant, it's yeah. not like, oh, well, at least have another good tenant. So sometimes people get, I, I think to your point, Michael, people get this like, oh, bigger is better. I want to say I have two units versus one. Yeah. Um, but over time, when you're, when you have the approach you did, Michael, where you start with one, then you're to eight, nine, 10, a hundred. Mm -hmm. um, it, it just, it makes sense. So. Yeah. I want to, I want to talk about that. Cause again, I mathematically get it right. You have one house, one vacancy, yeah. 100%, right? It's kind of binary. But that's not how you should look at it, or at least how I recommend not looking at it. You should look at it over a decade. And you'd be shocked. My average, now I haven't done my calculations post-pandemic. The math might be different, but probably not by much. My average turnover in a house is eight years, 8.1 years the last time I did it. Wow. My average turnover in an apartment is 2.7, 2.6 is memory serves, something in the twos. You know, it doesn't, I mean, that's four turns in an apartment for every one house. And yeah. when you start averaging that out and oh, by the way, right or wrong, my collection issues, generally speaking, are apartments, not houses. It's just bigger is better. Sounds good on a t-shirt. It sounds good on YouTube university. I just challenge you to do the math, do the work. Um, yeah. Even Grant Cardone started with a house, right? I mean, I would, and again, house gives you the easiest exit, multiple buyers. You could yeah. test it, try it out. You know, I tell people to get to four, four singles. If you want to go bigger after that, go nuts. It's just the hassle factor, the returns, the, like the IRR, if you want to talk about something, the internal rate of return. I, I just don't think houses get the respect they deserve uh, because everybody wants to scream bigger is better. And I just don't believe it. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Well, you have an amazing 30-day trial that everybody needs to try. Where should they go to get it? Yeah, you can go to hemlane.com. Um, we do property management. Um, so you can go to www.hemlane.com, um, especially if you're just getting your first rental um, and you're a newbie and you don't even have it yet, you can go in, add the address, um, add some tenants in there, example tenants, and test it out. Yeah, I totally think you should do that. Folks, if you want a PDF kind of walk through the 30 days. Dana has created that. It is in my free course. And if you want Dana to hold your hand via videos, it is in my paid course. It is one of the bonus sections. So thank you very much. Great. I thank you.